Hello, hello, hello. No, actually, forget that. Hello, and welcome to Tot Random with Abs. And John Bashi. Yes, all right. Did you like that? Yeah, it was good. Uh, take three, is that? Take three, just, yeah. just like your fresh trim that you've got. It's finally got a fresh trim. <laughs> I finally, yeah, flipping six weeks without having a haircut. I wasn't going to say anything. You did start to look a bit... Um, a bit homeless. Um, a bit unkempt. A bit unkempt. A bit like Shadrach from Immerdale. Like a nitty? Yes, like a nitty. Like um, Gallagher from Chingless. <laughs> yeah, sweet. So, what have you been up to this week? You good? I am good, actually. I had a bit of a down day the other day. But you know what, Abs? There's no need to have a down day. I had a good day, being a good week, back at work, obviously. I'm doing extra hours. Good. Getting, so, that, getting that extra pay. Getting that mood up, but I'll get it in. January because obviously we had our December pay yeah, yeah. Bit, mm, but I'll have a bit of money in January when everyone else is a bit skint isn't it yeah good yeah, um, I mean everyone's always skint in January so yeah it's a, it's a good thing to do and I've been like just I've been all been doing home workout so I've got some dumbbells and a kettlebell yeah You're trying to lose that blubber at last yes I'm not going to lie yeah, I've got a bit of a talking tummy like Tommy the talking tummy <laughs> just like um, what workouts have you been doing right, so I've been doing biceps so I had, had um, what they call now dumbbells right i got like five kilos KG in each arm. Yeah, doing some curls for the girls. Ah, <laughs> I'll stew it that. <laughs> um, and I like a 6kg kettlebell because I had a 12kg one and I hurt my brack. I literally... I, I, you hurt your brack? My back. Right. I literally is that bloody hell. But how have you been? Yeah, I've been good, mate. Um, just cracking on with, with uni this week and just some coaching. Uh, how's the coaching going? Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Um, to coaching last night and I'm doing it on Friday as well. And then just just been doing online TTC, which we've Ooh, both yes. been in the same class. We're both class, in the same class because we're not being. That's the thing that I miss about TTC is about being in your group and everything. Yeah. And TTC this week, you've. I'm not going to lie, you've shown really great interest in this one. We're doing financial numeracy with MR and financial, financial literacy. Is it? Yeah. What did I say? Numeracy. Oh yeah, sorry, financial literacy. Yeah. Um, and you see, you're more on it than me. And you've actually <laughs> one thing I realised, but you've been actively an active participant, giving your answers and asking questions, which is good. How have you? I found you okay because I never really cared about finances ins and outs I'm like yeah whatever just spend but actually it helps you in the future and it makes you realise what you're spending your money on isn't it? Yeah definitely I think it's actually quite a good little module that they've done or incorporated in this year I know a lot of uh, students you know didn't have the best impressions of some of the modules last year but That's how we became friends in the modules yeah. uh, I can only sing its praise this year like learning about like um, you know taking after your finances and you know mortgages and, and and stuff like that which actually like will benefit you in the future and trying to get some tips so like a guy from Barclays came and didn't he Tom, Tom he was really good and he yeah, won and he, and he won and he won the um, and he won the Kahoot yeah well it was on mortgages one that you're yeah. expecting to win but yeah, when he came in, it was um, it was it was quite insightful, you know, like to to know some stuff about like, for example, lifetime ices. That was something that I was quite interested in, and uh, learning maybe to pos- potentially get a lifetime ice at some point. Try and get all that money that I can. Yeah, because um, that's one thing that I've learned about you is like obviously not about you. You were very interested about the ice thing, and I was like very interested in more like the saving aspect and like house prices. Yeah, and other things that I've learned. And I think that module, if I, I agree, like you, I agree with you. The first couple of modules weren't the, the best, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's improved a lot. And I think, yeah. considering like we're doing it on teams as well, I think it's quite good. And I yeah. genuinely am learning a lot. Obviously, I like to ask a lot of questions, so I'm great, quite vocal on it. Yeah. Which definitely. Emma likes. Yeah. Um, oh, Emma. 
they go to Emma and I think Lynn is just in the background like doing like the, doing the because Lynn's doing two groups at the same time yeah she's doing the first year yeah so I, I can't praise it enough and I think I've learned so much in a short space of time but I'm still getting my head around Excel because Excel and me do not get along Excel is like being a brain surgeon yeah I struggle with Excel as well it relates to like being at school and doing ICT and learning about all something the I didn't listen in because I team like, I miss Miss Lardner Lardner that was the name Rachel Lardner big yeah. up to you I was like I did not need Excel but you do need Excel in life but Excel is like a brain surgeon work yeah it is it is tricky I think brain surgeons have got a bit of a more difficult job than working Excel but it's it is really quite difficult especially for me um, but yeah, yeah how do you feel the actual assessment is is, is going to go I think it's going to go well actually to be honest with you honestly like at first that were oh, a thousand words but no we're doing it all about um, so do you want to say what the assessment is then Oh, yeah. Uh, so the assessment is you have to do your finances, your personal finances, your ins and outs going and what you're left with. And if you're left with any negatives, it's okay. And we're going to create a five-year forecast for yourself after you finish uni. Am I right? Yeah, so it's basically looking at your finances today and then um, trying to see if you can make any potential changes to them. So if you've not got a lot of um, expendable income, essentially, so maybe you might have a subscription to Sky Sports. Is that really a need? or is it more of a want thing and trying to take better care of your finances and then obviously trying to um, plan for, for the future really so like in two years or in five years you might have a mortgage so trying to adjust your finances to, to suit that and like necessities do you really need to like um, do you really need to get an Uber yeah like do you really need all of your your OnlyFans subscriptions like yeah that's, that's, that's just like, a want isn't it yeah that's a want do you like <laughs> spend money on this is true yeah I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Speaking of OnlyFans and like charging, do you know Visa, Mastercard are banning certain websites for people to use their details now? Right. So you can't subscribe to them just because of like some things are going on. But speaking about subscriptions, do you need a Netflix subscription? Do you yeah. really need that? Because Dara, Miss Dara, um, I think that you need and Impulse buys, for example. Do you yeah. really need to buy a bottle of Smirnoff or a bottle of White Ace? Do you really need it? No, I don't. That's true, especially with not going out as much. Yeah. Oh, I have not been. I've been teetotal as am I teetotal good human being I'm an angel um, but that's the thing like it's made me realise about my finances and about things that I've learned and things about myself and ins and outgoings and then we had the app called Emma yeah we downloaded that this week and I thought it was a scam at first do you remember did you look at it what was yeah it? well it's was... saying my net worth what's your net worth it's saying I don't know I think it's just whatever you've got in your account yeah I was going to say how can I have a net worth of like literally like, ah, these guys but then he said like I spent £20,000 on um, Ubers and I never <laughs> you do you do get in not anymore I've got Uber for ages actually no no that one time I got here but that's it I think for me like I'm coming back on necessities and coming back on impulses and that's one thing that the um you need to buy a bicycle. We had this conversation. Yeah, I know, but I you need am, to get your lessons to, to learn how to ride. No, that's taking a bit. I can ride a bike, but I'm not road safety, but I need to get a helmet and everything. You can get me one for Christmas, you know. I'll get, everyone can see that afro from a mile off. Uh, I need a helmet, though. You know, uh, if, if I'm bummy head, I need, like, stable, not stable. Yeah, you need, a, you need, like, um, a jacket as well, like a high-vis jacket as well. Have you got one? No. Being a security guard at MS or...? No, I can get one from them. It's just happy to help, but I'm not happy to help. And speaking about like obviously finances and TTC and like remaining obviously like Ubers and everything, could you believe it? That Matt Hancock, I'm having a, I'm having a severe palpitation, a severe 
and you need a Pajaro because let me tell you yeah we're in tier 3 again and to me that's really upsetting and really I feel really down about it because at the end of the day we're losing a lot of like hospitality places a lot of independent restaurant independent yeah. coffee shops a lot of people can't access things they wanted to do and for me it's like we've got the vaccine that's good and then to Manchester being tier 3 again it's like a blow in the face like we don't care about you Northerners and I feel like we have been I'm not going to lie we've been left in the dirt I think like we're dirt, we're loyal of the law compared to Londoners who have only been in tier 3 yesterday or whatever and they're upset about it how do, how, how do, how do we feel yeah definitely like I was I had quite high hopes that we'd get moved into tier two, to be honest. And then obviously there was the announcement yesterday that, uh, or, or a few days ago, that parts of London were going to be actually going back into tier three. And then I thought, wow, if they're going to put some places in the south back into tier three, what's the hope for getting Manchester, a place in the north, to come into tier two? So obviously then today it got announced, didn't it, that Manchester's going to be remaining in tier three. So it's, And that really shocked me. And like, for me, personally I actually thought Matt Hannock or Hancock he might give us a chance actually put us in tier 2 if we're lucky tier 1 but my high hopes were shattered they were evaporated I had a palpitation that really hurt me a bit yeah I think a lot of fellow Mancunians were pretty gutted about it weren't they I'm not going to lie I talked to my cup of tea my mint tea <laughs> I, uh, I read a tweet from Gary Neville and that was his um, reaction to it. He said, like, they released five key criteria two weeks ago to measure tiers by. Manchester is lower than many tier two areas were in two weeks ago. And today the government has ignored their own criteria, the biggest set of Claritans to ever be elected. That's a, one of the biggest um, good statements. He's one of the co-founders of our uni. Yeah, shout out Gaz. Shout out to you, Gina Gazi. Yeah, I don't get how we can have lower than other tier two areas, but still be in tier three. And that's the thing, like, and Gary's very passionate about it because he's a he's a hospitality business as well, like hotels, yeah, hotel football, stock exchange, and like this. And for us, I feel like he is whipped. He's like a northern leader, northern powerhouse, and northern. Like he would. If he was in politics, he should get in politics as well because he would annihilate half of them people, numpties yeah, in I there. I wouldn't be surprised if that would be something that he did venture into. Um, I think he'd be uh, good. Yeah, I feel like we had the support from like Sasha Lord, who is like the warehouse project, 90 Comedy and Economy. And we yeah. have, um, what's he called now? King of the North, Andy Burning. Yes, you got it right, Andy Burning. And I feel like all of them are trying their best, but they're getting a kick in the teeth, a kick in the teeth, and a kick in the teeth. Soon they'll have no teeth left. Yeah, I mean, sad in it, but what can we do? Got to still crack on and um, keep going with life, haven't we? Until it, it, it kind of changes. But on some positive news, hey, we like the positivity. Despite Manchester being in tier three. Staley Bridge and the Northern Premier League have made a statement saying that clubs in Tier 3 areas can have 15% of their fans return to games. So that means that we've got a, a league game back this weekend on Saturday. Home. At home oh, oh, oh. to Matlock. And our uh, Boxing Day game is going to be going ahead Is as well. it? Yeah. So do I have to get a ticket beforehand? Yeah, I think I think tickets went on sale like earlier today. But I, I get one. I, you know I'm going to be able to sort them for because uh, you know 
because John's John, John's a wheeler and dealer. Yes, he is. Um, <laughs> no, but being able to have a footy game back again after like weeks and actually having fans come again is going to be it's good. refreshing. Although, yeah, refreshing. Although it is only going to be a limited capacity of only fifteen percent, which I think is about three hundred fans. Which well, you can still hear them standing bridge fans. Yeah, it's probably still an average attendance for you know, non-league anyway. You'll hear them, John. Yeah, but uh, yeah, really looking forward to that because of obviously I was expecting the only way that we was going to start up again was if Manchester got moved to tier two and even though we've remained in tier three at least they've been able to sort of compensate and allow you know um, sports teams such as Staley Bridge to, to go ahead really so really looking forward to that see I'm really happy that's a positive news and that's what we like to hear positivity and I think like Staley Bridge taking that step or that decision do you know what we can allow fans in because they're letting fans in and that's still a good atmosphere and it, I think the morale will be really really good I think the atmosphere yeah. will be good it'll boost your them team spirits up you have been training and I think yeah. for me going to a football match is getting that energy out and seeing people celebrate laugh and hopefully get a couple of shots in there for <laughs> um, you a teetotal no you get no well, I mean me goal scores yeah, yeah. got a banging goals and then I'll have a, a Vimto shot yeah Vimto but no I'm actually happy that the game is going on that's such a positive thing from having that worry were you worried about not playing games this whole year and the, the annual Boxing Day game well yeah obviously Chris, around Christmas time is normally like the best the best part for football because you know there's loads of fixtures and obviously there's like the New Year's Day game which is normally a big crowd and Boxing Day is always a big crowd because you know people go home for for Christmas don't they to see the families and you know people like Staley Bridge or people in Tameside you know they, they attend just the attendance numbers are a lot higher during that, those times so it, I, I was kind of worried with rumours that Manchester was going to stay in tier 3 uh, but obviously this news that we can go ahead again you know although it's only limited to 15% because of on Boxing Day is, is, is Staley Bridge versus Hyde which is basically your local derby oh and I love that you game you came last year didn't you them Hyde fans let me tell you they were the ruffians but yeah. I loved it it's a good atmosphere it's good you beat them anyway Yeah. and for me it's going to be a home game and it's yeah. going to be going off it's going to be sick yeah I, I'm really looking forward to it back at training tonight and then yeah hopefully back at it again on Saturday which I'm excited for unfortunately I wish I could be there I'll be like looking on Twitter to see if you guys win because one is in work I'm a key worker key worker you're, 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 so, you're a key worker you play for like F92 like you're a youth like outreach worker yeah, it's, sort of. it's charity worker yeah. isn't it uh, I don't know if that is classed as is key and it is on a part time basis as well but you know that's still doing something for the community isn't it up to Christmas as well yeah and Christmas is coming so I can't wait for Christmas yeah so with it being close to Christmas so around this time of the year is normally when a lot of people who are working or maybe at university or involved in sports clubs is normally the time of year where the Christmas do's take place isn't it oh yes we love a Christmas do we love yeah. to get a bit of um, slightly inebriated yeah everyone likes to, to have down. that, that uh, down. Christmas cheer and get slightly yeah. inebriated like yeah. you said and have a good time and it's going to be different this year isn't it it definitely is going to be different no one's going to embarrass themselves at team parties no. so normally Christmas dudes have a little bit of gossip say, oh what happened did you see what happened at Christmas party that um, Abs was like inebriated when I don't drink but yeah <laughs> um, yeah like literally that's where all of the stories come from yeah. at work isn't it oh did you see what happened at the Christmas do so and so did this or whatever I've got off with a black bar lady um, but no I think this year it's going to be really really different I think everyone's going to be at the home 
Yeah, but some, some... No venues are open. Some of them are, are doing it at the actual workplace. I know I know Izzy's work, they're doing their uh, Christmas do actually at the workplace. Which has got like, if yeah, catering yeah. service in. Yeah, like catering services in or like games to be put in. So it's a good way to kind of still go ahead with it. But you also mentioned that some some uh, are doing like Zoom. Zoom and Teams. Zoom. I saw it on Twitter where some companies are doing Zoom parties and team parties, uh, which is good. I think everything's getting more digital obviously because of the pandemic Uh, so it is getting a bit more it's trying, to, it's trying to it's trying to still do it but obviously online is never as good but it, I mean if you supply the booze for them maybe it is yeah maybe if they get a delivery of just some booze and everyone just does like a, a quiz or something and everyone get the home comforts you can wear what you want you don't have to worry about getting a new outfit uh, looking just good dressing to the night yeah like um, having it all night or staying now mm. copying off <laughs> do what you want you do what you want like no, you sit at home yeah, definitely but yeah it's no just kebab bit, at the end of the night I know it's just it just is a bit grim that you know most people won't be able to to do that i remember last year we had a foot we had a christmas do with footy and it was just one it's notoriously one of the best nights of the year isn't it going out on your christmas day see we had one like the first we had one in the ivy last time it was really really good that was like two years ago and we had one um and then we had one at the ivy then we had one at trying to think oh albert slots that's not the first year I'm at Sloss gosh and then this I'll is so slots. what is it a slot machine please you know that place so the, um, do you know the vending what's called the photo booth uh, Alberts yeah, yeah yeah so basically we were waiting for the photo booth this is a true story right so these people were like saying some vulgar things in French I think mm. and I was like yes and same to you they go do you understand I said yes I understand and same to you now out because they're just taking the time in the photo booths no way so there'll be no like no fun atmosphere it's no more like no no, 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 like bickering going on. I think it'd be fun bickering, but I think for Teams and Zoom, it'll be a different side of things, but it'd be more fun. So, yeah, I saw what he said on, um, someone posted it on Instagram. And um, I understand where he's coming from, from, from um, in a certain degree, but then also there's like, wow, he's really angry at it. So basically he's angry at two people being too close together, is it? Not abiding by the um, social distancing rules. Yeah. Which is understood because obviously mm. Mission Impossible are they're, they're trying to complete filming, I suppose, and maybe they've got fears that it might get closed down and, you know, giving off this image of people standing uh, too close to, you know, doesn't give a good representation for Mission Impossible as a, as a film. So in some aspect, you can understand his, his anger. But then in other aspects, it's like, can you really speak to your colleagues like that? Doesn't matter if you, if you Tom Cruise or you know Boris Johnson. Can you can you speak to a colleague like that? Essentially, it's like for me, it, I thought it was a publicity stunt. But he might have an only to cut his own issues. That maybe it is a publicity stunt because of you know people. It's in the news, isn't it? People are talking about it. We're talking about it. Like I think it's in the news, and I think it might be a publicity to push this film. Yeah, because I didn't even know about uh, Mission Impossible coming out yeah um, I didn't know it was on 7 I thought it was on like 3 still so. yeah so it, it's making me want to watch all of them again yeah maybe yeah I feel like the way Tom Cruise dealt with it was a bit aggressive but he should have dealt with it differently but I understand the way he said if, it if your boss at work spoke to you the way that Tom I'm Cruise like, yeah, I'd be like excuse me don't you dare speak to me in that tone ever again yeah exactly. my middle finger are we clear pointing yeah you would kick off I know you'd kick would off would you 
Um, I don't hook up all the time. I'd maybe feel a bit sad and, and feel a bit sorry for myself that I've kind of been shouted at like I'm a kid or something. But you know, there's there's loads of ways that you can react. But to I it. don't deal with I don't deal with public display. I don't deal with public display. So obviously, I'll be upset, like you said. But like confrontation. Yeah, yeah, I do them afterwards. Is that excuse me? I didn't have the way you spoke to me then. Yeah. How we clear? Don't you dare speak to me like that again. <laughs> I'll be clear. Why are you whispering? Because I'm just doing like example of whispering. So don't be. If I shout loud, I'll be aggressive, innit? Yeah, that is true. That is true. Uh, and speaking about aggressive and like other people. Jake Paul has become such some in the limelight again for being aggre- like acting aggressive with another aggressive person, Conor McGregor. Yeah, so um, Jake Paul's been trying to basically push a potential fight between Jake Paul and, and, and the notorious Conor McGregor. And he's been a bit rogue about his, his sort of promo work. I noticed on Instagram that Jake Paul's got millions of followers, yeah. And he only follows actually two people. Um, one of them is... Conor, Conor McGregor's wife and the other one is Dylan Dennis's girlfriend so Dylan Dennis is another fighter who's basically in the camp of Conor McGregor an Irish McGregor. fighter as well no he's not Irish I think I think he's American oh, yeah. himself but he's he, Jake Paul's always been trying to uh, he's, he's always had beef with Dylan Dennis and, but obviously the top dog and the top fight is Conor McGregor so the only two people that he actually follows is Conor McGregor's wife and Dylan Dennis which is quite rogue and quite controversial in itself however it shows that he is I think with Jake Paul he's trying to get a reaction and trying to stimulate something so this fight could happen yeah it's and it's, like a, it's like a disrespect move on a guy's part like you're disrespecting my wife yeah definitely me disrespecting what am I going to do to you someone respect my woman what are you going to do so obviously disrespecting his wife to cause a bit of a fight maybe yeah it's massive disrespect but you know the fight game and trying to lead to a fight is all about disrespect I remember when Conor McGregor was uh, in dispute with Khabib and his wife yeah so when he when Khabib got married to his wife she had like a veil on and you know Conor McGregor was taking Muslim, pictures, it? yeah he, he, he mentioned about like having a towel over her head or something which, which kind of blew up in the end so there is a there is a line that you can't really overstep and whether Jake Paul's overstepping that line I don't know but Conor McGregor's still not giving a reaction I wonder if next come next week he'll actually give a reaction to him but come next week I think if he does one more move wrong on Instagram because I know Jake Paul is unpredictable when it comes to videos as well so I think Jake Paul might do something a video or he might send a DM to his wife or something to get a massive reaction or a massive buzz for this fight yeah well he released like a video slagging off Conor's wife as well he said you can do better than that and that she's a 4 out of 10 which is really quite low. Uh, yeah it's, it's a low blow in it and if, if if you know if another man's talking about your wife you're obviously going to yeah, get a bit I think that's a low blow talking about a woman as well like why talk about his wife I just talk about him himself do you know what I mean yeah, but I think that's tactics fight yeah, tactics yeah it's, it's, it's trying to get the reaction from him isn't he obviously Jake Paul's craving the attention and if Conor McGregor comes out and says like fuck Jake Paul people will be like who's Jake Paul who's Jake Paul yeah. and actually find out about him and then he's going to gain followers as a result about of Jake that. Paul on the fight did you see the fight on Saturday uh, AJ yeah AJ yeah he won didn't he he won and did you see who's in the audience with him Floyd, Floyd Mayweather and they took a picture and what he knocked him out Floyd went, did he see him he left the ring and went up to Floyd yeah he just and left like, and went in didn't he? he spoke to Floyd and went back and I think that goes to show their real genuine like friendship and after that fight happened a lot of Fury fans came and they said when am I going to talk Tommy Fury and Tyson, Tyson Fury. Brother, sorry. Yeah. Tyson Fury and AJ yeah. but do you know half the Fury family are boxers yeah well Tommy one isn't he and his, and his cousin was fighting 
on the same day. Oh, was yeah. I I I saw his dad was on the like um, on the pundits like talking about the fights, and he was managing one of the fighters that actually fought. So I didn't know it was like his nephew or. Cousin I think or for like. me that goes to show like Fury was like trying to get a reaction as well, but you never. But I would like to see that fight. Yeah, I think the whole world would would love to see that fight. There. I think it'll be a hard one to call. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the Fury two, is sick. Yeah, they are two really good British heavyweights, aren't they? And um, one of them's got to lose. Yeah, one of them's got to lose, or it could be a draw. I hope it's a draw if they do fight. <laughs> well, let's just hope that they actually can agree sit to... down and agree to terms because of, probably both parties will be thinking, "I'm the top dog, so I should get more money." And obviously, it kind of stubbornness comes into it. And you know, where are we gonna fight? AJ probably wants to fight in London. You know, maybe Fury wants to fight maybe in, in America Manchester, or Manchester, on the map, or 0-1-6-1, or because he's a Manchester lad. Yeah, the the uh, the gyps. I'd love to see the fight happen, and I'd be rooting uh, Tyson Fury. And I think, I think Fury would be. No, I think so. t- Tyson Fury would annihilate him because look at his story, look at his b- background. He is from a gypsy background, bare knuckle fighting. He's, he's he had depression. Well. He defeated depression and defeated yeah. obesity yeah. against all the odds. And I think he's been resilient, and that stacks up against AJ. No offense to AJ, he's a great fighter. But yeah. when it comes to Fury, I think Fury has that More resilience. People can relate to him, can't they? Yeah, because he's. Being... Gen- I think he's authentic. Yeah, and, like, definitely. He's genuine. He don't hide his feelings. Yeah. He gets upset, he cries, whatever. Whereas AJ's kind of very secretive about that. But I, I think AJ might be in an ambulance. Yeah, you never know. It only takes one shot. I mean, uh, Tyson Fury knocked out um, Deontay Wilder, who was famous for having power punches, and who would have thought that he would have beaten and no, Deontay Wilder? Right, knockout. Uh, did, you, did you see my tweet after the box, boxing match? No, what did you say? I called for Amir Khan. You called out Amir Khan? Yeah, yeah, Amir, yeah do you want him? Amir King Khan. I said, do you want him, Amir? I'm sick of you. Do you don't do you like know? him? You got beef with him? I think I would annihilate him. You'd annihilate Listen, I've been training Amir myself. Khan. I'm not going to lie, yeah. Amir Khan, if you're listening, can we have a charity boxing match, please? Yeah, I reckon you'd be able to raise quite a bit of funds. You'd have to lose a bit of weight, though, wouldn't you, to, to get to his size? I'm telling you now, I need to lose a bit of weight. I'm only, how many, I'm like 11 stones. How old is he? How many I, stones is he? I don't know. I think he's quite light, though. I don't think he's as tall as you, so you probably... Yeah, but I think, although he, he's getting a bit like rookie and everything, and I feel like he is a bit... Smoke, so he might be giving me a couple of blows. I'll so what? What's the what's the beef with him? He's from like, Greater Manchester. Yeah, but I just feel like he don't represent Greater Manchester. I feel like he was represent Bolton, doesn't he? Yeah, but the fact is, like, do you remember when he disrespected his wife? And he said his wife had an affair with AJ, and he goes, "Oh, was it me that done it? Somebody else done it?" Yeah. I was like, I mean, can't and like, I find I find him quite arrogant and the way he acts and the way he speaks. I'm like, you know what I mean? Someone needs to get you in the ring, right? Because Tyson would eat you alive. I thought, you know what? Who better? Fight Amir Khan, lightweight, is he lightweight? I don't know. Lightweight or wherever you are, Amir. I am going to annihilate you charity boxing match <laughs> and my tip is let him get tired let him punch me up when he's tired one blow and he's gone yeah that right hook right hook and you're down speaking about a right hook and getting down and back up can you believe um, Mariah Carey got that right hook on the charts I know she's number one at last how long has that song been out for since 1996 24 years 24 and I thought it would be number one <laughs> like she's been living off those royalties over time I know she has and she must get up there every year like in the top 10 at least because when I think of Christmas I literally think of All I Christmas is You Christmas is You it's like the most famous song and how it's never actually got to number one is just baffling really but yeah she's finally done it she's getting all that money still she's doing a um, video thanking the UK charts and that surprised everybody because that, that song's like world renowned like you said that song mm. is 
known by everyone and a lot of artists on covers but for her to her first UK number one on that Christmas single because she has many number ones and many Grammys yeah, yeah. that's a quite of a accomplishment that's the right hook in the charts for her isn't it like all to like hey I got a Christmas number one finally after 24 years but it's still had an achievement yeah, because definitely. she persevered didn't she? she didn't really care especially for a song which came out like you said 24 years ago it's not like it just came out last month and it's fresh in everyone's mind and everyone loves it it's a really old song essentially but yeah finally getting number one is, all is good all I for Christmas is you Mariah Carey and she's a beautiful beautiful specimen yeah she's absolutely she's how old is she now she's still she's still looking good she's at 40 odd yeah and I would marry her you'd marry her yeah without even dating her because she's beautiful (laughs) do you think she'd marry you possibly yeah is she single yeah because she left Nick Cannon right the actor and she married a billionaire left him but she kept oh. the ring oh right fair play well it's hers isn't it yeah but then I'll probably get her but like you know Mariah um, no prenup at least in love are you that? insinuating that you would go to her for the money then no I would never go for Mariah Carey for the money because you know that she earned that money but if me and Mariah married she meant to share it with me I'm just saying yeah that is true you're supposed to share but talking on that sort of conversation would you get with somebody if you knew they were rich maybe they wouldn't be your type on paper I think for me no because but someone who is rich like Mariah Carey she put me on the spot here yeah, yeah. Yeah. possibly I'm not a gold digger but did I have a nice personality so yeah, yeah of might. course I, go, but I won't go for their money I would never go for their money but if they offered me a couple of million like, you would take then. it yeah I go, would you Go on, go on then. See, you would. If you if a rich woman came to you, said, would you go out with me? What would you say? I'd say, hey, look, I'm taken. Mm, if you weren't going, if you weren't taken, what would you say? Oh, I don't know. Listen, I know, I'm, 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 I'm It's all about ta- the personality. I might be taken soon. Anyway. <laughs> I think don't mention nothing. I might be taken soon. Now, I met a lovely girl on Bumble. Uh, Bumble? Yeah. A Corrie. So, tell me about Bumble. I've actually only ever used Tinder, which so, is a notorious uh, dating site. So, but Bumble, what, what's unique about Bumble? The thing about Bumble is it's such a unique... I think for me, the, the woman speaks first. So the woman that I message you first. If you match, you've got to wait 24 hours to get a response. If you don't, you've lost that match. Okay, that's quite good because if you would think that on Tinder, girls mess- would yeah. get a lot of matches and a lot of kind of cringy uh, opening lines or a lot of haze, you know, which is uh, a bit annoying. And I think for me, like, matching someone on Bumble, like, it's more... And Bumble, you can have Bumble, like, you can do Bumble dating, Bumble friends, or Bumble business, but I've done Bumble dating. And yeah. I am actually a beautiful girl, Corrie. So the Bumble friends, you, you just literally match yeah. them just to be friends. Yeah, like, never companionship, met them, yeah. Oh, but like obviously I was Bumble dating you can do Bumble professional and all that but Bumble like dating I met Emery she would have speaking at the moment I think she's really nice and funny yeah and I generally think she's beautiful as well yeah nice beautiful that's oh, a big, big statement from Amps so maybe <laughs> maybe I, I'm gonna go I asked her actually when can I come around to see for cats so that can be a date as well we've watched cats the movie yeah but you can't you can't go around can you because of obviously you've got a, she's not in your bubble yeah, she's not in my she's bubble. Not in yet. Your, well, she might be in your bumble bubble soon. Uh, but no, she's a pretty girl. Hopefully, like, see where it goes. We're just speaking at the moment, and obviously, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, fingers crossed, mate. Hopefully, I'll see you married in a few, oh, in a few months. John loves to um, put me on the spot sometimes. <laughs> hey, is what everyone loves. How's you, Izzy? Yeah, he's good. Good, mate. Oh, good. Hope but, mo- right. but moving on. Yes. <laughs> so. Last minute Christmas shopping. Have you done all of your Christmas shopping apps? Yes, I have. I actually have, you know. I think for me, like, I give it to 
like the important people that I know and the rest I'm like mm, yeah it's in the post and it lost has it been quite um, substantial on you, your bank account have you spent a lot or have you done alright or I've done alright because some some of them I got um, for free obviously like the wine and everything yeah um, perks of working at M&S yeah, that was from Aldi that was from Aldi from perks of being a radio presenter oh there you go there you go um, do you want to plug your um... so I'm on radio every Tuesday 106.6 yeah. <laughs> FM North he'll... Manchester FM yeah he'll see you next Tuesday yes I will Stay see tuned. you next Tuesday yeah. so definitely tune in but in fact the studio's closed next week so I might do it from home right but yeah so I got through radio like the person being a radio got free wine and I got some like um, yes um, perks of knowing someone semi-famous semi-famous you are the famous one no. and I think I just got like personal things but recently when you told me you got a last minute present I'm telling you this John mm. last minute present Debenhams is closing down in Manchester yeah so I walked through it the other day right mm. this is like I was looking for a Christmas present and I saw a toothbrush that you were on about like you bought it for £30 innit yeah yeah it's like £20 in there oh is it it was from £80 maybe clearing it out because they've got too much stock in there and then I was walking through browsers to buy a Christmas present and I got I got a bit intimidated because I'm like I'm trying to walk around and I look like a shoplifter because I didn't buy nothing for Christmas so I'm like that oh no no so I'm window shopping so now I don't window shop anymore I do it online yeah. so I'm scared because I think I'm shoplifting why because you're dead trim yeah because I'm walking around <laughs> I walk around shops right very erratic and looking for presents so I'm yeah. very erratic when I come can you be surprised no yeah I'm not really it's and kind I'm of panicking personality, I'm a paranoid I'm bloody I'm like excuse me sir I'm not robbing and I said that loud, loud but yeah looking for Christmas presents all online sorted done what about yourself yeah I got my, all mine done basically Black Friday very efficient Ooh. this year got all my discounts uh, yeah so I actually did all of my wrapping um, over last weekend not like Inferno wrapping hey, shout out Inferno Inferno is my you know drill name got some Inferno bars yeah go on, on live yo it's Inferno oh you put me on the spot now it's Inferno I need some give me some give me some things to talk about Black Friday Black Friday go for it no no Black Friday come on Not give me Black another Friday. one uh, do, do a bit of um, a rap on Jake Paul yo or Jake... Amir Khan Amir oh Khan. yeah so yo it's Inferno let me tell you wait, yo it's Inferno Amir Khan when I see you it's on site yeah nice on site when I see you I'm going to give you a a right hook <laughs> see it my, my bars not go but <laughs> Amir Khan one minute Amir Khan you smell like a barn mm. you're from Bolton mm. not a real man what's wrong with Bolton it's not a real man <laughs> and Amir Khan let me tell you Amir Khan when you see abs in the ring it ain't abs in inferno one two two and you're bloody down I'm working on it I'm working on yeah, it yeah it does need quite a bit of work but anyway that's something for another day Oh, I'll win my mobile award one day for the best drill rapper. Fingers crossed. So, what is the plan for next week? Because we're coming to the end of we need to wrap it up soon because people from uni are trying to usher us out. So. Usher us out! So, Not what is our plan for next week? Hopefully, Perhaps. we're going to try and find a room. I've got uh, my friend borrowed me his mic. Big up to Luke. Yeah, because yeah. if uni's actually short, we have to Oh my god, that's actually big up to Ginger Luke. And my friend actually is Ginger Luke, and you know Ginger Luke as well. I swear oh, to God, yeah. my, I'll show you a video later on. He's Ginger what? Luke. What uh, a small world. Uh, and Luke's all gingers, maybe, isn't it? Maybe. But yeah, big up to Luke, who MS. And hopefully, I think we're going to be like carrying on. Hopefully, we'll have a guest on. Yeah, that's that's my FC. kind of. Should we have FC on? No, we're not having FC. That's my kind of future sort of goal. Esme coming on after Christmas. Yeah, that would be really good. We've got a couple of students who want to come on as well. Yeah, to have like weekly guests. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, Might get Adam on, might get Matt on. Yeah. Um, 
and like, loads of potential people to come. It's just hard, really, at the moment. Yeah, because COVID. COVID and like you know the bubble and everything. But yeah. you know what? COVID can kiss my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll wrap it there then. We're gonna wrap it. Oh yeah. Last little thing before we uh, we wrap it. We're we're making the Instagram. Oh yeah. It's not out yet, but it, it's coming it's soon. Few technical issues. Sit, sit tight. And would yeah. you like to see your Twitter as well, guys? Let us know and let us know what you want to hear next time, innit? Yeah. We've got loads to talk about Q and A. Send us your questions in, and make sure when you're having a fun time, you wrap it up with your presence. <laughs> Innit? Wrap it up yeah. now, that's the wrap of the show. That is a wrap. We're gonna eat the veggie Percy pig and we only drink We only drink Voss water. Yes, we only it? drink Voss water. V O S S Artisan From Norway. From Norway. Artisan Artisan water, yes. Yeah, it is. Nichols, actually guys. Abs is quite rich so we can afford. No, I wish I the baller. No, but Voss, if you're listening, sponsor us. Yeah. Because we only sponsor. drink Voss. Yeah. Uh, but that's it guys, so afternoon talk 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 with abs and John Bashy. Make sure you have a good week. You are a...